0: Hi, I'm Sandy Gardner, and you're listening to Late Night Vacuum.
1: Welcome
0: to the Late Night Vacuum. And we are live with yet another episode of Late Night Vacuum. One of the two hosts here, Grocky, speaking to you, and joined, as always, by Dublar Thackeray.
1: Hello there, sir. How are you? And hello to everybody. I hope you're all well.
0: I'm so happy to be back. (laughs) What are you up to? How are you, sir? I'm up to talking to you. That's what I'm doing. It's so wonderful. I've missed this. We need more podcasting. We
1: really, really should. Um we can talk about that and we can get to um talking about quite a few things because quite a good uh, few pieces have actually come out. Uh but before we do that, let's sync on the count of three. One, Spider Spider-Dong. Spider-Dong. Does whatever, does whatever a spider tongue
0: does. You know I have to go off of yours because of the way the audio comes through. Oh, God. It's been a while.
1: It sounded like I was singing and then I suddenly got a Doppler effect. (laughs) Shall we try that again?
0: Yep. I go off of you, so if you have to pull off the headset, just do it. I'll time to you.
1: Okay. Okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. Spider-dong, spider-dong, does whatever a spider-dong
0: does. Perfect thank fuck <laughs> i i i know the echo because of that delay could throw you off but i can i i actually get some of it too it's just i've gotten good enough hearing myself and doing voice work that i can deal yeah. with it
1: uh so Photon wolf is confused about the spider dong
0: oh, um, how could you be confused beautiful. about the spider dong i i posted it to my twitter
1: when when you see it you know truly the, the the what the fate of mankind is. Um it's a symbiotic relationship. It's uh let's just say scaroused <laughs> So I, I, I think
0: I would be scaroused if trousers came off and I saw spider dong. <laughs>
1: yes. Um some people are wondering where my hair went yes I got Sean. Um uh, but uh, Gracky's, let's get let's get started. How are you, mucker? Um, what have you been up to? In, oh uh, man, it's stuff?
0: been so long. It's hard to think of what I've been playing and what I've been doing. Well, we will call uh, about what
1: we've been playing in a bit. But I just want to see how you
0: are. Less exhausted. It's good. good. I'm getting good. that dealt with. Getting back on track. Streaming regularly again, finally, which is what I want to be doing. I know, and I've been really enjoying the streams uh, popping my head in. More auditions, um, more auditions for voice acting. Nice. haven't landed anything yet, but I'm auditioning, which is a big part of it, and really all you have to do is grab that one. You grab mm-hmm. that one, you get in with a good director, you do a good job, your you name do, gets out there.
1: Uh, I know uh, because of, uh, we were discussing this earlier in the week, uh, the notion of the Forever NDA, uh, because you can do work for various things, but it may it's one of those things where you can never kind of talk about that. I know you've it, got some stuff. If you've it doesn't on. go out
0: to the public and they don't say yes, you can say it. Basically, if you yeah. don't get a credit, you don't always get to talk about it. Because
1: I know there, I, I I do believe there is something I, I don't know what
0: it is um,
1: that's coming out at some point this There's year. There's a few things. There's a few that things. I helped
0: with behind the scenes yeah They're, i can so, say i worked on some stuff i just can't say what
1: all right great fun uh but fingers crossed um you'll get the nod and you can talk about it that'd be quite nice because then we be. can all play we can all play him um so uh so that's good for myself i've been away a bit i've been um uh dealing with some life shit uh, but one of the things that we were talking about in our pre-show, which is not part of this podcast recording, is um, simply speaking, I have a strong desire to do the show when I think we've got content to talk about, and we have been in, let's be honest, we've been in a bit of a drought. Um, a little bit, because, yeah. Because um, when the heads are down to trying to get stuff out the door, it's very hard to kind of surface up and take the time and talk about you know various things so in many ways it's a it's a nice good sign but equally it kind of leaves us as content commentators as it were with certain gaps um it's been pointed out that we should actually still do um episodes because uh for some absolutely weird fucking reason
0: people like it they Uh, like hearing us talk we have very soothing and relaxing and humorous voices i i don't know why what you're saying! Yeah, yeah! So, with that in mind, um, oh, I see (laughs) oh, yeah, I see has actually watched the spider video, that's fantastic. So, with that in mind, we're going to
1: try and do more of this, even if there isn't content, so bear with us and, uh, you know, give us feedback and let us know what you think. Um, Of course, Mickey! (laughs) so, So, with that in mind, uh, why have you been playing this week and all the other weeks? You're gaming, madman.
0: Well, I haven't been playing with the helium valve like you. And that still impresses me that you can do that, because I can't hit the squeaky voice quite like that. That is, that is actually quite wonderful. What squeaky voice? I don't understand. That's actually Dublar's actual voice. He has to put on a voice in order to, uh, well, sound deeper. and Duplore's actually an animated character that's been put into human body. <laughs> it's a big secret. Shh, don't Stitch. tell anyone. Stitch!
1: <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so what have you been playing, sir?
0: Oh god, since last time, holy crap. Um, I'm trying to think. There was a little bit of some multi-stream stuff that went on, and played some Pulsar Lost Colony. Oh, how was that? That was a lot of fun. It's... Not a fully fleshed out game yet, but it's definitely fleshed out enough that you can do yourself some multiplayer, multi-crew. It's a big multi It's definitely not for playing solo. So if you have a bunch of friends and you want to experience some multi-crew fun, you can do so in Pulsar. And that's what we were doing with like the Astropub and Eric McAttengwa here and Tex. Getting and some good so streamers in
1: there. Playing yeah,
0: there. so so we did some fun multi-streams of that. And there was also, of course, my Overwatch games. I still mm-hmm. love Overwatch. I'm It's in the off-season right now between competitive season three and four. All right. But I'm going to be definitely seeing what I can do during season four because I met some people that are... Master and Grandmaster ranked on what are known as Smurf accounts. Uh, for those that don't know, Smurfs are basically, if you're a high-ranked player, you get a new account, and then you're in the lower ranks so you can play with other friends.
1: Oh, okay. So they're basically Avatar accounts.
0: Yeah, essentially.
1: So they're just blue aliens. Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, They they're called Smurfs. And I ran into some people during some matches where they're like, why are you stuck in gold? Because they thought I was playing to a diamond level that I, it, with a little bit more work I could get out of diamond and they just didn't know why the hell my SR kept getting stuck. So they've been playing in private matches with me to teach me all sorts of positioning and different oh, characters. And
1: that's awesome. So you're getting like, is it, was it 36 positions in uh, in a one night stand? Or how, how many positions have you been taught? Uh,
0: there's how many characters and however many there are, all oh, but the couple that I'm terrible with. Oh, awesome! Don't don't put me on Widowmaker. I suck at Widowmaker. <laughs> so there was that, and then of course okay. Hellion just came out in early access. So I'm oh, playing some God, Hellion. Yes.
1: Um. Now I've been. Uh, in the in the uh, <laughs> we've, we've 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 lost one of our oh, God, people in chat, so I'm just laughing. Um. The uh Helian i'm really excited by um i've not been able to see too much of it uh unfortunately because they had a couple of bugs in the launch of the early access um but you've been playing it uh Mm -hmm. can you explain generally what it is and what the kind of mechanics
0: are uh hellion would be described as hardcore space survival pvp game okay by hardcore I mean it is hardcore if your character dies you whatever you had on that and if your ship is floating out in the middle of somewhere that's gone unless you recorded your location you lost it all of it and you got to start a new character um okay you have is it to manage hard to
1: lose your character it's
0: it's easy to lose your character i should say okay um, you have to manage a lot of resources and equipment so you constantly you, you start off basically in in what is essentially an escape pod module in a tube, mm. and what happened was colonists went to a different star system from earth they named it hellion mm. and things went wrong it wasn't as good as they hoped Things turned out poorly, and now everyone's scrambling to just survive. So you start off in this one, essentially a lifeboat module. Mm -hmm. You have to go and repair it as quickly as you can to make sure you've got oxygen running and power to the module. Get your suit on, go grab the airlock. So you actually have to go out, get to the airlock with limited oxygen in your suit and fly it back and dock it in time to not suffocate. Then get over to your ship, which is like the starter ship of the area. It's the only ship they have currently Mm -hmm. in the game. Grab that. And then from there, you can start doing later game stuff. You can start getting into mining and processing resources. You can go find other modules that are floating out in space and grab those, bring them back and actually start building up sort of a space station.
1: Now to put into context, this is pre-alpha. Yes. So it's, you know, As it's we from everybody who's a Star Citizen background supporter, we understand what that means Uh, because I think it's like this is like a genuine pre-alpha.
0: It's Steam early access, so I honestly, I mean, if it goes to Steam early access, I call it alpha at that point. Okay,
1: because it's like will it it crash and will it take your hands with fire every
0: like every time you play it kind of thing. Doesn't crash. Um. But oh, there are definitely good, desync issues, some pretty severe okay. ones. They've been working on. They're they're very aware. The developers are communicative. They have a message right at the start of it that I yes. understand and accept. That says we want to work with all of you. Here's an email address. Send us bugs. Send us info. That's Send us feedback.
1: Beyond beyond beautiful. I've been checking out the <laughs> the, the 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 company. They're, they're subbing, if I recall, and yep. it's they yeah they are really open to communication. Um, one thing I'm kind of interested in, um, you described it as PvE. Oh, Pv- PvP. Correct. Because uh, everything you're describing there is really PvE to That's my mind. That's
0: the solo start. After that, if you encounter any players, yeah, it is your choice whether or not you decide to let each other live or you work together.
1: So you can, there is cooperative play in that. You respect, can be
0: cooperative, but if you decide to shoot someone in the back of the head because you feel like it, you can fully shoot someone in the back of the head because you feel like it.
1: So it's not even like, uh, do you? I, I'm getting that nitty gritty because I'm trying to imagine scenarios in my head. Uh, if you work cooperatively, that means that friendly fire is still possible. Yes
0: hey this is a game i can never play with people because i'm such a bad shot well we'll leave you to do stuff in the cargo bay like go manage the boxes and make sure all the resources are intact He apparently but you you go there and you
1: find i've died because i've somehow managed to fist myself with a spanner (laughs) and it's like what how did he do that and i'm on the headset going
0: i pressed the wrong key we have um... to take the ship, then fly over to wherever your new starting pot is. Come get you. Go pick the stuff up off your corpse.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Um. So uh, what, what else have you been playing?
0: Uh, Star Citizen, of course. Star Citizen,
1: yes. How are you finding 261?
0: 261, it depends. Uh, If it's single player stuff, holy crap, does it load fast now? That Mega Map loading yeah. time? It's basically, I want to go play this, click, boop, you're there. And it's like, ha, where'd the loading screen go? I, I used to, like, go talk to chat and spend a few seconds, but now I'm already loaded in. I'm like, oh, oh I forgot about that. Uh, the lag stuff, the server stuff, it, yeah. it helps now that you have server options. Mm-hmm. So there are hopefully are less people with lag however because anyone can pick any server option they want when you get people say from eu or australia picking the u.s servers because say maybe there's more people on during that time you still get the issues with the high ping situation where people you know teleport around and then that makes it so you can't hit them but they're hitting you and the issues that you used to have because they're still selecting a server that's going to have high ping and that can mm-hmm. be advantageous. It can be, yeah. So they they still need the full networking stuff that's going to come with 3.0. Specul-
1: speculatively, oh, that's yes. Uh,
0: they they did say they're going to get
1: that with 3.0, but at this moment in time, I <sighs> <sighs>
0: with... will it come before is my question.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, because there's some thoughts I have around where we are on the road to 3.0 and the the things that that's never been said, but there's the mild implications that things that were planned for, say, 3.1 may be bleeding into 3.0 purely because of how long 3.0 is taking. Stuff mm-hmm. that was being planned out is getting ready. So it'll be interesting to see what eventually comes out in either 3.0 or comes as a pre-release, maybe in a 2.6.2. Because I think we're as of this recording, I think we may be getting a 262 update today, but I can't be
0: sure. Really? I didn't hear I've, about I've, a 262.
1: Well, no, because it's like um, once they've released 26, once they do a patch release, they let it get you know, stable and they kind of spend some time on that. And then I uh, what we've seen is like the Friday is when they'll do another kind of update so with the release it kind of now that again nothing has been said this is pure conjecture um but i'm anticipating hoping that we'll we'll see some kind of update today we may not um, i'm just trying
0: to think what might be in 262 that's necessary because those would just be fixes for 261 well, cause, stuff yeah,
1: exactly cuz all the stuff that was kind of going to be in 262 has kind of come into 261 unless there's just some tweaks so they may actually uh, uh uh well no no bro Bro. Uh, broken matt is saying 262 is a way off i don't think it's today we're not talking about getting the actual update we're talking more about getting the timeline for getting 262
0: the info um, on the update yeah not the yeah. actual physical update yeah it's like the schedule update essentially
1: that's yeah yeah um so from yeah so i'm just kind of curious as to uh oh hang on we've got this uh ah. oh oh yes there was an email that came out today look we haven't read our emails uh brook matt says and i'll read this out we're working away at the 262 update and collecting bugs submitted by the issue council your feedback there has been invaluable in helping us identify and work through fixes The upcoming patch will mostly be polish and balancing changes, but there will be added features that didn't make the two six one, like the multiplayer MegaMap. That's awesome. Okay, so we know that. I'm looking forward
0: to multiplayer MegaMap and seeing how that does because that could reduce a lot of the server lag potentially Mm. because the way MegaMap loads in, hopefully they don't have to load information from all the way across the system anymore and send that out via network. Yeah, if they yeah. don't have to, then that'll be we bloody could see brilliant. Maybe huge performance increases. Mm. This is that's yeah, what I was talking about with good. you know some of the networking stuff coming on because Megamap is kind of part of that. It kind of, yeah, a lot of it has to do with loading and unloading into memory, but that also affects the network side. And they did <laughs> network stuff with 261, so it's all kind of tied together in a lump, yeah. So it's more of a, hey, as it comes online, we're just giving it to you now sort of thing. Is it seems to be how it, it's going with a lot of that. Like so if it we've... doesn't require three yeah. O, we'll just we'll just plug it in over here so that we can get it into the system, start testing it now, and that way when three O's on, we know all of this stuff is stable and fleshed out.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh We've kind of moved into talking about Star Citizen there already. Uh I, I just before we kind of properly move in, I want to say a little bit about things I've been um aircraft yes. playing with. Um so hmm I will say I, I've been playing uh Fire Emblem Heroes, which is uh, a very lovely game on uh mobile uh and as another mobile thing um although I, I i don't know if i should call it mobile um i have been playing with a, a new console really yes so i've actually um due to the nature of uh my my uh real life my meatspace life um i've been um Uh, playing with the Nintendo Switch Um, how is it
0: are you allowed to Uh, say how it is
1: um, I'm going to say no Uh, I'm not allowed Uh, there will be various reviews um, coming out Uh, I did play for a little bit Breath of the Wild Um, uh, I think I can say is (sighs) it changed my mind about the device okay and uh and and for 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 f- for professional safety i'll leave it at that uh, uh nintendo uh like in like, this the big console release everything is kind of under nda so i had to check to see if even if i could say um had i you know even seen it Um, Mm. so I can say, yes, I've, 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 I've handled it. I've, I've played with it and, um, I've got quite a lot of thoughts about it, but maybe we can talk about, I see, uh, Smith is goals and what was your mind before the change? You see, if I say what my mind was, then I've effectively given a review. You just have to speculate Uh, everybody speculate. And once it comes out, I can talk about it uh, a bit more. Um, so yeah, so that's been quite good fun. Uh, anyhow, so in in the world of um, Star Citizen, what's been going on, sir?
0: Oh God, um, so we've had spider dung. Spider as of dung today. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Today, today brought us spider dung. Uh, we'll start with today's stuff, which was the happy hour. Jeez, it took me a moment yes. to remember it because names. <laughs> um, Star Citizen does happy hour on Fridays, which is essentially what used to be RTV, but it's it's a variety of possible different things. So, uh, so far, up until today, mm-hmm. they've brought on a streamer or content creator, and that person's basically played the game with uh, either, like, Zylo or Disco Lando, um, mm-hmm. Tyler Wick and Jared Huckabee. And they they've had, like, different developers, as they're available, come in and answer questions based yeah. around whatever particular... Area they're working on the game so it could be anything from lore to it could be like art or it could be game design It, it producing it just depends on who's available if mm-hmm. someone's available mm-hmm. it's more of a free flow thing but today and for the love of god because i'm so horrible with names i can't remember the artist's name
1: josh but josh Jeff. thank you <laughs> don't worry um, i understand
0: yeah you... They they brought him in, and what uh-huh. they did was a live creation of a concept of a creature. Essentially, what would be fauna for the different worlds that are getting built out. And mm. based on they, they did this based on community voting. So first they put up the Spectrum thread, so make sure you're using Spectrum. Essentially, coming up with what would be the general idea of this thing. And it was Flying Spider. And then from there, he had questions that went out and those questions became polls in chat live. So these polls were things like what, you know, how many legs does it have? How many eyes does it have? Is it aggressive or passive? Basically predator or prey. Um, and they built a creature, the art concept of a creature based on community feedback, mm. their live. He sculpted it from nothing, life in basically an hour. And it was so
1: beautiful. It was. Um the, <laughs> it, it basically became um a creature of extremes, though. I mean, I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it and it was beautiful, and I want to see so much more of this. But uh the first the first vote that we had, I have to ask, what did you vote for? Because it was uh it was, Which one was the first vote. Uh, it's like more peaceful or
0: aggressive. Was that the first one? Essentially, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, that was the predator prey vote, predator, and I voted predator. Well, no, th- well, yeah, well, it was, it
1: was not from that. It wasn't. Predator, oh no, prey. that's right. It was peaceful yeah. or
0: aggressive. Yeah, that's right. Um, I wasn't there for that vote actually, but I would oh. have voted aggressive because when I think of I flying peaceful. alien spider, I think of something like that is you might find having infested a broken down station, you're going to have to clear it out. A bug hunt.
1: No, I see. I want to go and, uh, 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 uh um, uh, Half-Life 2, uh, you know, go to, go to the Spider Queen, smush it, uh, grab its, uh, its, uh, glands and rub it all over covering my, my body musk and have these tiny, uh, or giant spiders follow me.
0: See, I could see having aggressive ones and then taming them. So now you have guard flying spiders.
1: Hmm. Now, the only other thought is it's a shame that they went with absolutely gigantic because this could easily have been a pet.
0: See with gigantic, the the way they described it. uh, Okay. There were four options later on in the voting for the size of this creature, which were small medium large huge and the way josh was picturing it was Mm. huge was essentially dinosaur it was dinosaur sized in some fashion Mm. large was like horse to elephant yeah uh somewhere in that range medium was probably like a a dog or a wolf type size and then small could have been anything from like a mouse to a cat to an actual tiny little insect
1: I, so once it once it kinda of went it's I mean I I I am so happy with the finished result. Although not mm-hmm. sure we say the finished result, the final stage that we saw of the work that they were doing. I am so happy with all the bits and pieces. Uh I would have loved it if it was the size of my head.
0: You wanted because... a head crab or a face hugger.
1: No, but I like the way you think. It was more to do with hat. Uh w- 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 if it's gigantic it's 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 more a case of run away run away but if it's if it's well hey i mean you you can stand there that makes me running away so much a better option um but when it comes to say if it was head-sized what you'd have is something that could fly at your head affect your vision and be much more awesome if there was a swarm of them
0: yeah see that's why I wanted something more about dog sized because I could picture a swarm of those things coming down a hallway in an empty station or over the hill of a planet towards a colony like they're coming in holy crap that would terrify me when they're if they're dinosaur sized it to me honestly would be a bit ridiculous, yeah it would just um, it wouldn't work with the wings that, i'm just like eh, just i'm just laughing because as soon,
1: as soon as you said dog sized i just went sit ubu sit good <laughs> spider <laughs> <laughs> um so uh Code smith in chat says my suggestion would be that they follow this art asset through all the steps showcasing in whatever capacity each week what department needs to tackle an aspect of its production until it's actually in the game in like three to four months? That's a pretty nice suggestion. Um, but one of the uh, one of the um, things that they uh, were very explicit in is this: this was them creating, doesn't mean it's uh, approved. So it's mm-hmm. still got to go through that kind of approval process. And I think that would actually be a very interesting thing uh, to do. But equally speaking, if the approval process goes fuck no, um, then it's like dun, 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 The 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 process ends, which is a, which is a fine thing. Um, but it makes me actually wonder because you know how we had the last great starship, and then we're we we had the Titan armor one. That's um, I believe they're still kind of. Uh, finding the right slot to make it happen and getting the various deals in place. Uh, it could actually be pretty damn cool if they did, uh, you know, the next the next great animal, the next great
0: X, the next great space fauna. Yeah,
1: essentially, that would be really that would be really really cool.
0: Yeah, because then people could concept out a whole bunch of different assets.
1: Yeah, um, because then you could have, I mean it depends how they want to scale it, and, and the difference between uh, having people do it because it would be uh, volunteer outsourcing which to be honest is perfectly kind of uh, and acceptable if people want to kind of do that um, but there would still be a level of management and quality control so because um, effectively you'd, you'd have to in air quotes kind of train people into that um, way of doing it so that it would be effective for them Um because if not, they might have to kind of redo or remodel things that had been approved. Um, Broken Matt says, uh, "Why couldn't the Star Citizen community just design a nice dog?" They, they could. could. Oh my god! Okay, rework that entire voting system that we had uh, today for for the for the spider, and go. Um, yeah, do we want it to be aggressive or peaceful? Aggressive. How many legs do we want it to have? All of them. Nine. Uh, it would just keep going and going. Well, no, because uh, if,
0: if it started out as flying spider. And when people think flying yeah. spider in space, they're thinking aggressive, nasty creature. But if you, if you, if you came in st- instead of flying spider, did some sort of like cross between a lemur and a bunny rabbit as the next one, people would pick the cutest options possible.
1: Why are the eyes so big?
0: Well, lemur eyes are already gigantic, so they would have the the big, cute eyes and like a prehensile tail and bunny legs. And maybe six bunny legs instead of four or something because it's alien, um, but it'd be oh no, it'd be super cute.
1: No, they'd what come you up could with something super cute.
0: Six bunny legs instead of
1: nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't even have hip joints. It just got legs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if
1: it, so it's like you know how you sometimes animals can fall on the side and they're trying to get up. So if this ever falls, it just becomes like a, a soft furry table that can't move. <laughs> oh, I'd want that. Uh, uh photon wolf has gone straight into uh Monty Python. Uh, <laughs> a bunny, yes. Um so yeah, so that happened today. That was pretty damn excellent. Um we also had um, the hurricane has come out today.
0: Yes, it has.
1: Now the I thought it hur- was... go on.
0: Oh, sorry, I I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I what I was going to say is I thought it was going to be a heavy fighter.
1: Um, I still count it as a heavy fighter. It's just not a, a long-lasting fighter.
0: I I consider that thing to be an interceptor or a light fighter. Well, it's, was, it's this, got heavy punch but it's okay not so a this heavy is
1: a, class this is an interesting one because pardon me um as i was uh reading and going through the material um it still felt like um something that could pack an awfully big punch um but i was reading it from the viewpoint of all oh, those years ago when i started uh back in supporting star citizen where i had a 325a uh the origin interceptor and i was thinking this um it's quite a lot more it's it's got a chunk uh more expensive but that's to be expected as the game kind of ramps up we were always getting in the cheaper the cheaper prices at the beginning um I always kind of felt reading it that it was like, this is, if I had a choice between this and the 325, I'd take the hurricane. Um, And then I read it in the booklet about its warning against, um, you know, could be stopped by interceptors. And I kind of go, well, I actually thought of it as an interceptor by thinking of it in line to the 325, but I don't consider uh, a heavy fighter. uh, I mean, how, how do you distinguish what a heavy fighter is?
0: Heavy fighter, I would distinguish as something that can give a lot of punch, but doesn't have the maneuverability necessary to out, uh, out dodge damage. So what it is, is it's heavy for the reason of yeah. it is heavily loaded out on both armor and weaponry. It gives the, the and thing. takes the punches both. It, it's a it's a heavyweight boxer. It doesn't dance around as much. It's more about throwing and being able to outlast the hits.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: it dishes out a ton of damage, but it takes a ton in return in order to do that, and its abilities are based around its ability to take on that damage. It acts as a tank. That, to me, is a heavy fighter. It's it's a tanking type of ship. It's designed to be there in the lines and draw attention. If you don't pay attention to it, it's going to unload on you, so you better start damaging it and try to wear it down fast and break through it. It's the front line
1: now this is interesting because i can totally see where by tying it to have heavy armor you make a heavy fighter as well as or heavy shields heavy shields um and photon wolf uh in comments goes the hurricane is similar in concept to the buccaneer just a different manufacturer in many ways i'd absolutely agree with you there uh what i find and i don't want to say too much about this for reasons that may become apparent later in the show but i think they've missed uh an opportunity with the law around the hurricane because if you think about this if you have um a fighter that is all gun um theoretically that's because it doesn't need to have armor so, if you've got a a, a a a ship like that, what kind of really what kind of things could you do with it? Or who'd your opposition be? People not necessarily as well armed or equipped.
0: So the poor Tavaren.
1: Well, you went there, but I was actually thinking more of Mesa's own internal squabbles. Oh God.
0: Yeah. Civilian exactly. ships.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. That this could easily in the same way that the uh reclaimer is a looming um uh not, you know iconographic uh, vision of the Mesa era, which is um you know, one bring of the out that, your dead ships. Yeah. One of the things that kind of, shall we say, sunk the Aegeus name post Mesa. Um the idea of having pacification fighter heavy fighter that just simply didn't need the armor because of what it was going against yeah it's true it would have if, been if absolutely it delicious much, then
0: it's gonna shred them fast
1: yeah um but no i kind of i like i like where they've gone and how they fit into the law but there were uh, there was there's there was such an opportunity for for cruelty uh (laughs) there's still
0: an opportunity for cruelty with it they they maybe they just didn't speak about all of it yeah those documents aren't fully released yet
1: yes um but one thing about the hurricane um that i really like if you if people open up the brochure that came out today as well um and talking of brochures um you know they make brochures like this um, which uh, carry lots of, uh, I'm just showing a brochure to the camera um, for people in the audio land the Polaris uh, pl- brochure yeah um, but they uh, they do PDF versions of this and the the PDF one has uh, like even on page two uh, such an absolutely gorgeous sh- uh, shot of the ship um, to the point that I think from certain angles it's one of the hmm it's the it's the smell of bread ship in my head cuz I don't want to say where i it's reminiscent of in case I want to see if you if you've spotted any reminiscences on it
0: or um, familiar,
1: similarities hurricane yeah from from the top down
0: I don't I mean, it, it's got that. You can definitely see how it's influenced by Anvil, but I'm I'm not sure where you're going. Star Wars. Which ship in Star Maybe Wars? Maybe it's just,
1: uh, well, any kind. Most of them are like a like uh like a mixture of like Jedi consular ships and those kind of line designs. If you've got it in front of you, um, take a... I uh, because I can I'm, pull it I'm up seeing, really easy. Yeah take a look and tell me if you think does it have any spiritual resemblance to uh uh you know certain potentially not no longer canon ships or a few other canon ships uh and i'll check in on chat and uh footmorph says uh <laughs> board gamer has just joined in and is, and is saying the beards are powerful oh board you've um I'm just posting a link in chat so the board can see what I looked like yesterday. Um, uh, wolf says, looks a lot like the Gladiator to me. Um, although I suppose technically it's the Gladiator that looks like it. You're absolutely right. It's got the same um, uh, uh pilot and gunner um, mechanic system, and even though uh, in real world the Gladiator was built first and they've retro-inspired it into the Hurricane, um, you can easily
0: see kind of the progression. If Uh, you take... Sorry, I'm just looking at it now. If you take the wings off of it... Yeah. The upside-down shot especially shows this, because the wings fold over the top and then down under. But if you see the shot from... The, the bottom, yeah, oh, the which bottom, is on yeah. page five. There's a shot for, that shows the underside of the ship. That one looks very like I can see the Jedi starfighter there.
1: That's exactly if, if I ignore the
0: parts, from. I can see the Jedi starfighter there on that specific one. Otherwise, I I didn't really see it because the especially the curved wings and the fins and stuff yeah. pull away from that. But oh, the yeah, underside yeah, yeah. shot, you see a little bit of that to it. It's yeah, not yeah, huge, no, but it's enough where it's like, a, oh, I can see a nod there, a little that, bit of influence. That's kind of what
1: I saw when I saw that, because it's like when you see the, the gaps and the curves and how it's all done from the the other profiles, no, but when you see it from that profile, oh, yeah.
0: I can I, I like that. Though I do have to say one thing that I love about this, that they have a color scheme for in here. They have an yeah. advocacy color scheme. <laughs> yeah. If they let players join the advocacy I will do anything to become one of them because they are essentially uh, combination FBI and CIA operative
1: oh my god yes uh, but I also like the fact that in in this uh, uh, field book that they've put they've actually as you said done the color schemes and that's actually I think uh, only I think one other field book they've actually done that and they've
0: not done it as extensively
1: until until just now because there's like seven or eight i think um there
0: well it's a smaller ship with color palettes to it i think the Mm -hmm. most extensive still to now would have been the um what's the name of it genesis
1: oh yes yes uh but what's interesting me about the palette and now this is going out on the limb is They're doing it as a four-color thing. Well, four to five. There were some with five. Are you sure? Okay, I'll have to Yeah, I'll pull it back up. Hold on. Because I was just wondering, uh, potentially, how accurate is that for when it comes to us doing um, point-color spec kind of work on our ship skins for this ship? Hmm. Yeah, Marines Uh, are are five,
0: Cryon, Security Legion, Coral Customs. There's a few that are five-color.
1: Okay, so is this... Um, uh, uh, you know what they're doing as samples, or is this actually, uh, based off the underlying, um, uh, coloring tech? In terms of, you know, so we know this ship has five color spots.
0: That would be or, cool if we found out um, that the color tech could be coming up soon enough that we'd at least have some colors we could drop in there and play around with. Yeah, that would be quite nice. I, I would do a special um, advocacy ship, which would keep the gray, the black, and the gold, but the white I would replace with pink.
1: I'm going to have to really look at the advocacy colors so I can, I can imagine that. Um, now, we've got more stuff to talk about, but you and I also have uh, quizzes that we've we set up for each other. So shall we do? Do you want to do a, a talk a bit more? or Do you want to do a quiz now and then talk a bit and then do another quiz? I say let's do the mid show break and do our quizzes. Okay, so let's do. So shall we do both
0: quizzes or shall we do one and then uh, talk and then do the other? No, we'll do them both. We'll go back. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll we'll do a back and forth here, and I'm probably not going to get any right. And okay, these are all for everyone out there. These are all about the comedy and the fun.
1: And explaining that
0: makes it more hilarious because that's yeah. what you do in improv you explain
1: everything so i told grackies that this one was going to be for fun i lied <laughs> um so chat my pain um, is their fun yeah so chat um who should do it first should uh should i ask the questions of Grakis, or should Grakis ask the question of me
0: first one to post will be what we do
1: well, I don't say we go all
0: ten, one and the other. I say we do one, 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 but whoever. Oh, okay. Whoever we'll see who starts. Basically, oh, chats are like coin toss.
1: Okay, chat. You keep stop, keep tossing.
0: Keep it series. No, keep Which it series though. We'll keep we'll keep it super series. Super serieses.
1: Super serieses. Oh, this is the benefit the, the the fun of having um. Uh, asking ask first? first. Okay, yeah. We we we've got it's kind of fun because we've got some people with a very fast um turnaround in the twitch delay, but some people are up to two minutes. It can be quite horrible. So um background for this. Um we occasionally and it's been a while, we do a quiz where we ask ten questions of the other other person. So I'm going to ask grackies. Some of these will be dead easy. Some of these will be ridiculous. Some of these will be quite hard. Um, There isn't an expectation for either of us to actually know all the answers. Because as much as we do this, um, it's to help inform and spread some of the lore and background of the game. So watch as we totally fuck this up. Dun, 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 dun. Question one. Grakis, what does RSI stand for?
0: Robert Space Industries.
1: Fuck it. That was the hard one.
0: Yay! I knew the hard answer. I'm always okay. good at things that are hard. Wait. Well, let's
1: see if that will rub off on me. Um, Grakis, what's your question one for me? And question by the way, one- if people in people in chat if you know the answer uh you feel free to whisper it to the person in chat who's asked the question but don't post the answer in chat
0: or we could just do it where we're saying we'll do no 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 i want to get the reactions of people
1: okay uh i've got an ultra wide so i'm using the entire screen for this so i can see everything
0: um so what's your question one question one According to a recent comment by DiscoLando, what is the implied function of the PVP slider?
1: Um you fuck I I so want to talk about penises. Um uh it it it, it, it modifies your penis size. You are correct. It was after the release of Conan Exiles
0: and it was implied that it would be the Donger Slider.
1: (laughs) You have got to be fucking kidding me.
0: Oh, Disco. Okay. We know it's not serious, or we don't know. We hope it's serious. We want our Donger Slider.
1: What happens if you don't want a Dong? Um, So, question two. What ship was built by Kase Aerospace... Uh, For the UEE to use in the Second Tavaran War.
0: The Retaliator.
1: And
0: that is incorrect. Damn. It's always a Retaliator. uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, I'm now scared because I'm seeing the words Spider Donga Slider. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. And I'm not going to sleep well tonight uh as as en- enlarging spider dongs fill my mind. Um the what anvil ship was built by Cassay Aerospace for the UE to use in the Second of Iron War? The answer was the Hurricane.
0: Oh I didn't read all of the brochure closely. Right.
1: Um uh broken but it was mac, anvil. anvil broken broken you threw Prowler in as uh, in chat. I know that wasn't the right answer, but if you want to uh, do that, whisper it to the person who asked the question so we don't get any potential answers in chat, just in case. Uh, we are playing the honor system, but it would kind of spoil it if one of us saw the answer. Okay, so your question two.
0: Question two for Dublar. When you look at Port Oldisar, how many lights do you see? There are four lights. There are five lights, Dublar Thackeray.
1: No, there are four lights.
0: I'm going to give you a point on that because that's what I was hoping you'd go
1: with. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, I would I would resist and say there are four lights. Dear God. <laughs> 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 um. Uh. Question three. What now? With, these are all being quite um simple. Um. Uh, question three. And we're starting to ramp up now. Uh. What year did the Anvil Hurricane first see service? <laughs> 2875 uh, no 2607 it was in the second ah, I couldn't
0: remember when the Tavaran War was I thought it was in the twenty-eighth. so a background for uh, you may people may
1: start to see a theme in my questions um Gracchies, um, what's your favorite system this isn't a question in the thing but just so you can share with chat
0: Elysium good well bear that in mind everybody
1: Uh, so, Crackies, what's your next question?
0: I'm gonna get so screwed by that fact, because I don't remember all my Elysium lore. Uh, how would you greet me in Gion? (sighs) Ah, Pogmahon. You wanna do what to the burn charred out corpse of a flying spider donger? Uh, that
1: was Gaelic for kiss my ass. Um...
0: It's Gian for something completely uh, old, so you, you might you want to work I, on that.
1: You and I even did this a couple uh-huh. of weeks back. Oh, you fuck. Um, I don't know.
0: Je suelen.
1: Ah, you sod. You utter, utter, utter sod. Je suelen. Fuck je suelen. Je suelen. you. Or
0: if it's more familiar and casual, je sueren. Je sueren.
1: Je sueren. Je sueren. Je sueren. Je sueren. Oh, you bastard. Um, I had to put a
0: real one in there.
1: Oh, no, but I know. But I love that. I see. Lingu- oh, um, mm, okay. Uh, question four. Mm-hmm. Brace yourself, Sheila. Um, Senator Suj Kosi uh, from uh, Jalan uh, uh, of the Elysium system has been in the news recently due to a run of black market dealings regarding cultural artifacts. What has the senator proposed they do about it?
0: Oh, God, I didn't read that lore post. They belong in a museum! You're correct, but that's not what he proposed. He proposed that they belong in a museum. Okay, is that your final answer? It's as close as I'm going to (laughs) get.
1: Okay, so basically uh Sujikossi is um a tavaran and he's the first the first, the first Tavarin to actually um uh, get a senate position. And uh uh Jalan is uh w- where he's from and uh essentially there was a, a ruling that was made about a year ago known as the Cabal Historic uh, Preservation uh, preservation initiative. Uh, which was to try to stop the looting of divine artifacts from the cabal system um, and uh, they uh, did this by establishing a special advocacy task force um, to yeah. investigate smuggling and uh, and they also allocated funds to the Navy to increase ship scanning however it's been a year nobody's been arrested mm. so far um and uh and all these uh you know artifacts are still going on the black market and going to antique houses.
0: So they haven't been doing um, anything about it.
1: Yeah. And so what the senator has actually done is he's put in an amendment to the initiative that freezes all UEE activity in the cabal system. Uh and to so that the advocacy can just lock down and and go through everything and also uh puts in a new inspection team to oversee the ruins hmm. which uh includes prominent Tavarian historians and
0: archaeologists um, so that
1: they can catalog all artifacts
0: remember how i wanted to be a xenobiologist and xenoanthropologist and xenoarchaeologist yeah as, and go after old treasures and stuff and i also want to be part of the advocacy does this mean this mean i could possibly actually be space indiana jones
1: this is why when we were talking about the hurricane and advocacy and various things a few minutes ago i had to keep my voice fucking mouth fucking shut uh yes um okay, Our, so
0: what, they're putting so, in space so, indiana jones yep
1: yeah. so what's your Q for
0: question four This one is exceptionally difficult chat You cannot help him in any way This is going to be probably One of the hardest questions I have on here Name the latest ship To go on concept sail See I told you This, This is a stumper
1: Is it the hurricane?
0: It is. I'll give it to you. It's the Anvil Hurricane. And for bonus points, there is bonus points to this question. Okay. Okay. Sing part of the DuckTales theme song that has that in it that Ben used.
1: Life is like a hurricane in your my mind. Um... <laughs>
0: Two points to do Duplard.
1: Question five. How many legs should a giant flying spider have? Should it have? Should. Modal auxiliary use of a
0: word should. Eight, because technically spider is arachnid.
1: Yep. One point.
0: (laughs) Though I like the idea of the ninth vestigial stinger leg.
1: That was quite good. I actually originally I voted for nine, and then when it came back, I voted for ten for symmetry. Because, um, you know, but i um, Okay, so what's your question five?
0: Question five. What is the average velocity of an unladen glaive?
1: Um, an unladen glaive. Um, now, is that uh, a Terran glaive or an Earth glaive? I will accept
0: this because you played it perfect. Okay. Uh,
1: question six. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm losing it. I'm I'm reading uh, discussion going on about but are, are wings legs, they are on mm. chickens. Wings are arms, and arms are legs. We've we've gone full circle. Um, true or false, Grakis? Question six. Yes, the the well-known painting, Tears of Fire, mm. rep- represents Messer having an angry squirty bum time on the loo after a particularly hot vindaloo a few hours earlier. True or false? True,
0: from a certain point of view. Okay, um,
1: while we both wish it was true...
0: It's false, I know it's it, not that, but uh, maybe the artist was actually uh, making uh, a statement.
1: No, I haven't said what the answer... I haven't said if it was true or false. What's your answer, true or false?
0: I, I'm going to say true from a certain point of view, that the artist was actually making a statement about Messer, but it's a hidden one because otherwise he would have been executed secretly.
1: Okay, I'm going to put down zero because uh, nobody likes an art critic. Um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, so uh, Tears of Fire was painted by Aaron Fring uh, which immortalized the last moments of the second Tavarian War you notice there's a theme to all my questions Uh, (laughs) I do notice (laughs) the theme and I like this uh, theme uh, uh, so Fring was on Elysium when the warlord Korath tile, and the remaining members of the Tavarian fleet actually um incinerated themselves by uh dropping their ships into the atmosphere. Um, Final
0: dive to get home.
1: Yeah. that's it. It's like they were uh they they were like quarians but more committed. Um it's true. Over to you sir.
0: Question six. This is uh th- this one you're just gonna hate me for because it's an actual question. Per the Arc Star map, what systems have jump points connecting to Stanton?
1: The one that came in this week's, um, there's, the, oh, I think Stanton has three jump points in, one of which is, uh, from the place where Drake into Planetary's base is, um, one comes in from Vega, uh, and I can't remember the other one. I want to, uh, oh, h- how close? nowhere
0: do you need the answer sir desperately magnus pyro and fuck. terra
1: fuck 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 because in my head uh what i was thinking was i always confuse uh vega and pyro and then i was wanting to say soul but uh, but it was terror see Mag- even magnus, you are soul centric yeah. But Magnus, fuck you, but Magnus was the one that came in uh, this week's uh, Lawmaker's Guide to the Galaxy where they talked about that. But I was right about three, though.
0: You were correct that there were three, yes.
1: I just didn't name them. I
0: figured considering we play in the Stanton system around Crusader, it was an appropriate question. No,
1: it makes perfect sense. Um, Question seven from my side. Um, These are longer questions, so. Um, it's been five years since Cabal was discovered and still no Tavarin outside of those who might work for blank organization have been allowed to visit their ancestral home this is despite numerous petitions by the Tavarin Cultural Preservation Society this is despite numerous petitions by the Tavarin Cultural Preservation Society and the Tavarin Rights Group neriva alley what organization has the ue granted access to
0: the advocacy
1: is that your final answer yes you are wrong
0: damn i thought it was the advocacy i didn't read that more post
1: it's asperia
0: ah asperia has gone in there that's right that's how they got the S- prowler
1: yeah so it are we're actually in a we're actually in a situation where um the cabal ruins as it were um have been discovered but the tavarin even though it's on uh what was tavarin planet they're not allowed in um part of that is that uh it may be a weapons cache uh, or it may be other things.
0: That's right. So,
1: so as a as a result, the o- the only group that um, have access are the UEE slash uh, uh, Esperia slash any Tavarins that uh, work in Esperia. Apart from that, no Tavarin has actually been able to access their own ruins, which is why when I was talking earlier about the. Uh, about preservation initiative that the Tavarian senator uh, wanted to make an amendment uh, means that Putin and an inspection team would include Tavarian historians and archaeologists, and this would be the first time they would actually get to see it.
0: Yeah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. I forgot about the Asperia Prawler notes that said that they found the cache of ships and i was for some reason thinking that the advocacy was doing the checks on that area because of the possible weapons and the sperry was given the brawlers but i forgot they found the brawlers
1: yeah Yeah. so 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 there you go um over to you sir what's your question
0: uh i believe i'm on question seven yes i am yeah question seven what squadron is the best squadron test squadron no i'm sorry that's incorrect squadron 42 is the best squadron test squadron is the best squadron
1: i tried to say best squadron but i forgot how to pronounce it (laughs) fuck
0: well yeah squadron
1: 42 um question just because it's
0: fun to poke at my testes
1: i've seen you poke at your testes several times on stream um question eight the Esperia Prowler is a famed slash infamous ship from the Tavarian Empire. The Prowler comes equipped with eight Tavarian deployment ordnance. What, in essence, are these? Drop troops. Can you be more specific? I'll, re- I'll rephrase. I'll rephrase the part again. The Prowler comes equipped with eight Tavaran deployment ordnance. What, in essence are these
0: it it's it's a troop deployment ship, which is basically pods on the side that can release them e v a or get them to board a ship quickly okay, I'm trying to think of how you want it you're getting them. so
1: close um because this is just so batshit stupid it's something like you and I would come up with
0: okay, what is the correct exact definition of it?
1: Um. Well, the Tavarin deployment are the are the Tavarins. The ordnance are what deploys them. So it's actually rockets with handles.
0: Oh God, that's right. They use the rockets with handles. I forgot about that part of the Prowler. Yeah,
1: I, I'm going to give you a half point for that because you generally spoke around it, but you didn't give the the the, the, the not floor. the rocket with
0: handle portion of yeah,
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, <laughs> but I do love the idea of you know to war men, <sniffs> fire the fire, hold on to the rocket and don't let go. Um, because remember you and I were talking a while back about um, having the caterpillar which could project our throw people. Yeah, the, well, they've got the, the catapulting system. Well, the Tavarans did it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know
0: that's why I respect them so much. Um, so over to you. Question eight. What is the name of the character played by Liam Cunningham in Squadron 42?
1: Jenna Marbles. Um the uh Corporal Onion. Um uh Fuck. I so want to just I am so not trying to look at anything. Um I I don't know. I
0: don't know. You were so close to an answer I would have accepted because it's a term adopted by the community. I would have accepted either the Onion Captain.
1: Onion Captain.
0: Or Captain Noah White, which is the actual name.
1: Oh, Onion Captain it is. Um, (laughs) I prefer the
0: Onion Captain.
1: Uh, Solemn, yes. Uh, You can't give hints, unfortunately, but if you think you know the answer, you can always whisper it to the person who asks the question. Um. Uh. So we. So they can kind of confirm whether or not. Um. But yeah. Uh. So question nine. What was the most common religion that the Devaran people followed? Oh God, I don't know their
0: religion. Um. I'm going to have to say.
1: That's me in the corner. Space Mormonism. That's me in the spotlight losing my religion I was Ether. Uh, it's a warrior religion similar to Bushido. Um, mm. They believed in honor, fealty, and duty. Um, and if you broke that uh, code, it meant excommunication or uh, potentially uh, execution. However, with the advent of the First iron War, um, from that point onwards, uh, the actual religion itself has kind of waned and it's starting to disappear um, so, so it's kind of dying out
0: now that I hear that even more so Japan World War II
1: these things occasionally happen uh, but to be honest it's kind of interesting um, oh no I, this is probably good for a post podcast conversation when we talk about Shintoism Buddhism um, but yeah so, there you go. What, that, up to, next to you, Grax, what's yours?
0: Question nine. Okay. Bend dance. Should this be an emote? And if yes, when? Discuss.
1: Um, I'm going to say no. But what it can be is uh, either a special NPC move. Or for special events when you want to celebrate something and you go on to dance, it'd be nice if, uh, like for like a one-year anniversary, they they just turned it on as default bend dance. So everybody would get a surprise as they all bend dance. So it doesn't it doesn't become overused, as it were.
0: I'm sorry, but the correct answer was this needs to be a goal-scoring <laughs> celebration move in Saddleball. <laughs>
1: Okay, I lost that point. I can, I can handle that. Do you know what? I think you <laughs> and I are both narrowly getting close to zero points for each of us. I so know, the but last... the questions are just wonderful. <laughs> I, I'm loving it. I went, I went with the topical and educational, and you, you kept you kept true, and I respect that. Um, so last question, and again, it's about the Tavarans. The Tavarans were militaristic, but were they aggressive?
0: I think that they actually started the fight with us.
1: I'm not saying whether they started the fight. But were they, or are they, an aggressive.
0: I wouldn't say race? aggressive, no. Aggressive, I'd think, more defines the Vondule. I wouldn't call them aggressive.
1: Okay, you are right. Um, they weren't aggressive. They were just uh, honored the art of war. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was that was the 10 questions. Grekkies, your last question.
0: Question 10. Yeah. Who is the NPC that is a total motherfucker? You know what? Screw this question. Trevor Bask, I am coming for you. I will <laughs> find you. I will go down in history as the most notorious person in the verse for this, but I'm going to parade your head on the front of my ship like a goddamn trophy. You heard it here first. Grackies is going to go down on Trevor Basque. And I gave away the answer to the NPC name, so I'm going to give you a point for that. Sorry, I ranted a little bit. Fuck Trevor Basque.
1: Again, you've heard it here first. Uh, So I'm going to count up the points on my side and let me know when you're ready.
0: All right, let's see. I'm counting yours. Got it.
1: Okay, I've got it. So uh, you scored three 5 out point five.
0: Yay! You scored six because you got an extra for the bonus point.
1: See, you're too kind. But yeah, so oh, I I guess I, I I won that. But to be honest with you, I you you asked much nicer questions. I think we I would,
0: all won it this game.
1: I would like to apologize, but no, because uh, putting this together, I thought to myself um we always i uh, always do jokes about uh me and tara and everything but you're just an elysium homeboy mm-hmm. um so i thought i should uh especially with the release of the hurricane and uh what its connections to i liked hearing more Empire, about elysium lore it was great. i wanted to kind of put some more stuff out there and to help kind of you know share that with uh our listeners and, and people watching the stream because uh i'm i'm very fascinated in in um in what the how how they're dealing with the fallen peoples and their integration, because um, I think it's it's really interesting storytelling. Um, oh, foot and wolf. Is, so we've got a couple of things here. Foot wolf has said confirm double yes, a Thacker as a varin fetish. I'm just scratching Grakic's <laughs> itch, uh, and then says one day we'll be watching a Citizen Con and hear a familiar voice on stage before a yell comes from the crowd. You, Trevor, I'm going to kill you here and now. I can't yell, unfortunately, but yeah. Well, that's it. Um, I wouldn't actually to...
0: do that except as part of a skit thing because the guy who voiced Trevor Bask, I think, is a... Uh, I can't remember if it's BBC or not, but he did like Formula One announcing. I'm trying to remember his name. Oh,
1: we could find out. I probably have somebody who knows him. He's name.
0: hes like an actual race announcer, if I remember correctly.
1: Oh, he is, he's got a voice for it, that's for sure. Um, so, he's uh, back onto the news and things we've been talking about. We actually had a fairly um, good ATV um, this week as well. We did. Uh, I've met, or oh, Brooklyn Matt says Murray Walker. I've actually met Murray Walker.
0: I think it is Murray uh, Walker. That sounds familiar. N-
1: no, it's not Murray Walker. Murray Walker is... is no, is, maybe not. He's getting on a bit. Um, <laughs> well, that... <laughs> So, what Mercury says, if they do put him in the game, it will be a racist who goes down in history for offing him. I'm looking forward to it. So, maybe what we should have, as well as having an Operation Pitchfork, we have an Operation Trevor Basque group, whose sole purpose is that upon the release of the 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 game into full into full release, we all hunt him down and kill him. Um. So, Grekis, tell us about what you saw in ATV.
0: Oh God. Uh, okay, so there was a lot of talk around Spectrum at the tail end of ATV. So mm-hmm. Spectrum is essentially their their new communicating system. Uh, think of forums and chat and eventually voice and game launcher and all of this stuff all just rolled into one thing and they've released a part of it now. But they mm-hmm. did talk a lot about all of what was going on with mm. Spectrum and how it was starting to tie into the game and how they can check your game state and where you are in the game if you're an arena commander or star marine and and so on. So these are actually quite huge leaps forward for game development yeah. on that side of things. The, these are the things that actually can give you tools to really build out community, which have, is a big spent, part.
1: Have you spent much time in Spectrum?
0: a little bit i haven't used it as much as i should yet because getting yeah. to it requires you to go through the web page and i don't always like to leave pages open in the background i don't check my tabs all the time if it was a separate app that i could bring up like discord i'd probably use it more <laughs> um
1: yeah it's kind of it's kind of interesting i mean i i really like it uh i'm I do seem to feel as if I keep getting chat lobbies as my first view, when I'm actually really more about forum posts. I like the voting system. Um, I'm I I just uh, I have I I just opened up a notification I've got on Spectrum, and I absolutely love it. Oh my god, that is so. I don't know if I hang on. Let me see if I can find that message again. Uh, somebody mentioned me in general chat. Said, uh, "Get voice modding software and make yourself sound like Megatron." Oh my god! I'm just, I knew it. Oh, oh my god, that is so awesome! Yes, I need to do that. The
0: <laughs> get a little bit Thank of you. extra robot in there and be Alex. If he goes, if he goes Megatron, though, I'm I'm gonna definitely have to come out and. You know, Lord Megatron. I'm gonna have to go stream yeah. on him. Yeah.
1: No. Um. I do. I do really like Spectrum. I like where it's heading. I think it's in. I mean, it's very much in transition right now. We've got to, um, you know, as they've said, get the forums section of it up to parity with the current forums, and then, um, I don't know if they've said anywhere how they're going to address. The migration or the turning off of the lights of the current system. Um, if we if they archive everything that they've got or turn it off, I'm perfectly happy with that. There may be people who, who wouldn't be, uh, but we don't. I think know exactly what their plans are. Um, I think the idea of moving everything across is would be a tremendous amount of work, uh, unless they have scripts that can can do it you know painlessly or can do it to x percent and you know fuck it that's as far as we can go because if not it's going to be a resource intensive thing um but yeah i'm really liking it um and i'm looking forward to the mobile apps that they say they're going to be working on
0: after they get the the forum stuff sorted the mobile apps are also a huge thing mobile apps and if we can get it broken out like the launcher is broken out So if we can get it through the launcher, which is an app, those are going to be two things that will make Spectrum much, much more widely used.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, no, I'm liking it. Um, I'm still kind of finding my way through it. Um, Just a different layout, different UI. Um, I really appreciate the design and the clarity of it. It's just going to, you know, time will tell as I get more used to it. But, um, you know. I I would very very good to see see how it works. It's, it's a, a really good start it. though. It really yeah, is uh, like for
0: yeah. for an early thing because they it they consider spectrum to be version 0.3 right now is what they have it listed yeah. as. So this is the really early parts of it. Uh complete yeah. side note, I finally found the post, the speculation for Trevor Basque was David Croft.
1: David Croft. Oh, I'm, that name rings a bell, yeah. Uh Sky I'm Sports quite...
0: Formula 1 formerly yeah. BBC.
1: Yeah, that's where it comes from. Um, so, uh, Codesmith and Broken Matt are just actually talking about the backend tech. The only way to do this is with scripts, um, Broken Matt says, but in terms of database import, it's actually pretty simple. Um, content moving, I'd say, relatively speaking, would be or could be. It's just more to do with the fact that they've broken out their system into a multiple forum experience. So, what does that mean for permissions and various kind of odds and sods? Um, those kind of things are always kind of bite you in the butt, as it were. Uh, and also, uh, if it's scripts and they have a date timestamp thing, that those kind of things that can be mechanically modified. When you're dealing with that wealth of data, your chances are you're going to, you know, come a cropper with one or two
0: things. Um, Don't move it. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean you can do a legacy forum that you lock down and just mm-hmm. move over to the new stuff. You don't have to bring all of that data over because so much of it doesn't get used. You can leave it as legacy with the permission so people can still search there if they need something to pull into new posts.
1: Well, in the same way that Reddit does. Yeah. You know, Reddit has its kind of lock uh, where you can't vote or participate <coughs> probably after a certain time. So... um you know makes a lot of sense um so what else did you see from
0: atavar (laughs) atv oh those new tools coming online holy
1: shit
0: yeah they look nice to specify a little bit they had some tools that they showed for i can't remember the technical term for it but essentially it was being able to layer different item assets and clothing and things that before they would have to do it by hand. I think they said culling. I can't remember, Mm. but essentially it was to make the outfits actually work with the models, the animations, and sometimes things didn't fit right. So they would have to go through manual adjustments as the new character models came on and they had new outfits. Things, things might not match up correctly. However, they have an automated way of doing it now to make it actually work. So doing that means that all of the assets that they have and all the stuff in the future, if something's off, all you have to do is run an automated tool and it will set it up correctly, which gives them a better process for it. It gets things up faster. It means we get things quicker than we would before. We can get stuff like all the new spacesuits, which they also talked about. So there's, there's stuff that they can do with that. When you get engineering tools up and running. When you start being able to automate things that would be time-consuming and really shouldn't be necessary to be run by hand, which is where automation is great. Yeah, It doesn't fix everything, but it's a great supplement, and that's a point where it's great. That just means that those things are finally coming online, which means more content comes online, which means more of the stuff we're waiting for comes online. And that was just one of the items. Do you remember any of the others, Duplier?
1: god no i kind of was. i was talking to you about this in pre-show it's like um i just kind of sat about upright watching all those kind of pieces going oh my god they're building all the tools they need um and it was uh described as solving problems you didn't even know you had mm-hmm. and it just simply became a a, a plethora of streamlining efficiency
0: um uh, balancing tool do you remember the that balancing
1: one? tool oh my god yes so uh, visually, it's like a front-side profile of a ship with all the power and all the buttons and all the weapons. And uh, it's a tool they can use to uh, test combinations and extreme settings and various odds and sods, uh, which effectively, because they, they, they've been doing um, a, a, a certain level of, um artisanal uh balancing um
0: that'd be a good way to put it
1: yeah but but for this they can now uh you know work at a more industrial level you know which they um, need. yeah which will allow for uh, a a better interesting how it's looking right now what we saw there was just a ship balancing but um it would be really interesting if Following that, they had some kind of almost like a now this is like completely um made up by me, but I'd love if they if they if they did that and each ship could then be thrown on a grid, you know, one of those kind of you know thing and almost like a heat map. So you can see how each ship levels and corresponds to each other's ship around various XYZs and then you could have you could then have separate maps of um ships with ver- various loadouts so you could get a, a mix of things that are ultimately very powerful but glow like the sun um versus you know so that all their strengths and weaknesses so that they mm-hmm. can get a full balance map that would be pretty damn lovely um but obviously that's what not what we saw but god that would be good
0: Yes. And this is the start of it. So they can at least, now they have the tools where they can go in there, adjust a few things. And that also ties into what the designers can do now with items, uh, which is they can basically go in, plug in a few things and click a button and bang, it's it's out. It's done. They they, they The designers can go in and modify things very, very easily now, which means they can Check the balance stuff, they can modify things, and that process isn't like hours and hours and hours of fine tuning files and finding all the right settings. It's all tied in. And it looked like it's basically all tied into the item 2.0, uh, mm. which also ties into the system where they were talking about how a player is essentially an item entity and can pull information from something they're plugged into. So when they go into a ship, they can pull information properly from the That's ship pretty damn and cool. it all ties together. All the pieces are starting to like, you can see them flashing and like starting to spark and come online. Well, the engine is starting was, up.
1: There was a, uh, yes, indeed, actually considering how they're working on individual button uh, commands uh, mm-hmm. so that you can go and t- literally turn your engines on um there was actually uh w uh, f c c tech um i think it is uh, uh adrian um i p who comes from uh the u k he 's uh, in star citizen u k um they uh he actually interviewed aaron roberts and s- the general summation of that interview it really boils down to all the hard work is theoretically now pretty much done. And by that I mean well, here's all the big problems and all the other things we need to solve. It's now just content. Yep. You know. um, That's pretty damn awesome. Now that doesn't mean that all the, the other things that have been solved have reached final stage. You know, we still got Starnet and various other things which will be um kind of progressed as you know learnings and things come in because we are still in alpha phase and everything's going to kind of get changed and adjust as we go but essentially yeah we've uh we've we've kind of broken the back of it i just want 3.0 soon please i know 3.0.
0: you um, give us that and we're going to have limitless amount of content and uh, give you limitless amounts of data as to Happy what people times. are doing in the game. Uh I'm of course gonna be an outlier in those data points because I always end up doing something ridiculous.
1: Yes, you do. Uh but if good fun ridiculous. It's true. Um yeah, uh as Brock and Matt say, 3.0 is the platform uh for content. Uh and then when you add to Delta and then you add uh uh Delta patching you're gonna get content speed up, and that's very true.
0: I don't know what the uh, hell devoted clipped. Just watching it, because I can't play it without the sound coming through.
1: What the hell did he clip? Okay, that's for later. Thank you, thank you, devoted. Um, oh shit! <laughs> don't worry, it's it's not you. It's 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 me. It's me. But
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> for, for once, it's not me
1: yay um so (laughs) um so gracky's anything else you
0: saw it was just engineering systems coming online. that was the biggest part of it Mm. how there were so many pieces and parts coming up that made it this was meaty this was a meaty atv with a lot of parts to it at the start of it where you went oh Finally. Okay, mm. now I see it. I, I get why you couldn't say anything because you had your heads down. You were working towards all of this stuff. Now just give me a little bit of that planet side touch up stuff and tell me a little bit more about Squadron 42. Just a touch, just a why, touch. Why certainly? And that cute, will be honey. complete news.
1: That'll be awesome. I look forward to that. Um, Other things that have been going on that aren't Star Citizen related. Hmm. Um, uh, I mean, we we found some new exoplanets
0: yes i can't remember yeah. the name of the system something one starts with the think. <laughs>
1: um oh don't even get oh come on out uh I not i found this one uh we're gonna edit this out so it sounds as if we
0: know exactly what we're talking about oh screw um, that i can't remember i don't remember names
1: <laughs> well i know i do and i can't either mm. um Okay, back to back to NASA. It's uh,
0: TRAPPIST. That's it. TRAPPIST-1, and 1F is the one with the highest potential.
1: Yes, it is. Um, uh, and that's really lovely because it's not that they've just found these, but now they can continue their investigation.
0: Mm-hmm. And these seven um, exoplanets are Earth-like in the data they've gotten. They're rocky worlds, and they are about Earth-sized, and several of them, meaning three are in the Goldilocks zone or the temperate zone around what is a much cooler, smaller star. It's a, a red dwarf star, I believe.
1: I still want them to, so if, I know we talk talked about Goldilocks zone, but eventually I want us to adapt properly so we call it Class M. So um,
0: that they're Class M planets. Well, we can't say they're <laughs> Class M because we have to find out if they support life to be Class M.
1: That's a very weak clap of mine because uh, I don't I don't want to do it too loud for the microphone. But broken mat, oh bless you. Uh, about this, did no one else think the Trappists might be you know setting a you know what?
0: Do I have to do the voice and say it? Yeah, it's a trap.
1: Thank you. Um oh those 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 monks um and and, and it, it also in, in other news uh, elite dangerous um has been showing off some fun things so um they uh showed off um cooperative play mm-hmm. now uh what that means is that you can get um uh, not a fixed number of people if i recall um but they can kind of like project you can actually now do character creation where you can build your your character um but it's described as a hollow like a like H O L O, like a hollow character so it's a holographic projection mm-hmm. but uh you can now turn around in your craft and invite people to chairs um in your craft and they will they will you know kind of appear there and they can kind of run and carry well they can't run they can do actions or they can like uh appear in your fighters and do various kind of things um which i think is a great thing i think it's very good that they have this because um the spirit of cooperative play i think is very important and And
0: completely missing from elite currently
1: (laughs) yeah um, you can fly with other people in other ships, but the, the the idea to have, like, um, assign roles to people, um, perfect. I'm so happy. Very surprised. And I like the fact that, uh, the gunner, like, if you get a gunner position, um, hey, Zylo, how are you? It has been a while. Um, uh, it ha- it's kind of nice to see that because the because the way the ships are designed, they don't have an awful lot of uh, uh, I'm going to say visual viewability. I'm not using the right words for this for visibility other Visibility, visibility. Well, thank you. Uh, then, other than for the pilot, so when you uh, get into the gunner uh, position, you actually get like a, a removed kind of almost like 360 per, uh, perspective of the hmm. of the ship that you're flying so you're using that now that is very different to uh, what we have in Star Citizen I know there was initially very early on talks about uh, having you as a player the ability to take over an NPC position so like if you were in Elysium I was in Terra uh, and you you uh, log in as
0: someone's if, NPC yeah
1: yeah, so we have no idea where that is or if that's even going to happen. But this is the same kind of representation that, in my eyes, the spirit of representation of drop-in, drop-out gaming. Um, yeah. And I think that's fantastic. Uh, good on them for doing that. I look forward to that coming out and uh, people having fun with that. Fingers crossed um,
0: it's it's up to where it needs to be.
1: Yeah. Um, and the other piece. Now, this is um, uh, a, a bit late, but because um, hopefully, hopefully, things have improved. But did you know there was another elite Kickstarter going on?
0: No, I didn't.
1: So, last so basically, there was a Kickstarter for the Elite Dangerous role playing game. Um, RPG,
0: computer or RPG book,
1: a book. Oh. Um uh so uh it, about two days uh before um the the deadline was reached, it reached its target, everything was quite wonderful. It got it got suspended. Not not removed, it just got suspended. And basically what's happened is that uh there's been like an intellectual property claim. Against it, by Ooh. one of the air quotes, one of the creators of Elite. So what's happened is that David Braben, um, who was the, what one of the the co-creators, co-created with uh, Ian Bell. Um, now Ian Bell has kind of spent a lot of time in the background around this. Um, he. He he did a lot of the programming and did um some of the ship designs and various kind of odds and sods. And from what I can infer, there's been some kind of general agreement um uh, around uh you know with 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 Braben about what can be done with elite and so forth. And mm-hmm. this is why we have Elite Dangerous and all these kind of good things. But uh Ian Bell actually sold the intellectual property rights for elite to a third party person um uh and so he's acting in the name of ian bell um but not necessarily but not as ian bell now what's interesting is all of this could set up to be at (laughs) the i tried to twirl my mustache but i don't have enough left um where it's uh, an evil, no good doer, blah blah blah. But equally speaking, uh, the truth of the matter is, you know, uh, protection of property, protection of the intellectual rights, it it is an important thing. Um, it's true. And yeah, so so until we know the full details of this, the, you know, uh, we'll we'll leave it to them to kind of work on it. But it has put a wee pause on things, and it also raises questions. Because uh, there's been amendments on the in the Elite Dangerous website about exactly uh, kind of who owns what or what where it kind of originates and comes from, mm. so I think there may be something brewing along um,
0: Elite Dangerous the game. I don't potentially. know. I mean, part,
1: potentially part of the part of the conversation. There have been published letters um, revolve around the designs of certain ships so when it comes down to that there's certain like the when I think of elite dress there are certain iconic shapes and designs mm-hmm. so I, I, I'd be a little bit hmm uh, but it's more just a case of that's happening in the background right now uh, hopefully everything gets sorted out and all parties will be happy and creativity can flourish um, but yeah uh, some some interesting things there
0: late night vacuum bringing you all of the interesting space stuff news
1: yes where can we find you you magnificent man
0: as always you can find me on twitch.tv slash g-r-a-k-e-e-s also if you search the web like on twitter for Grockies. g-r-a-k-e-e-s you can find me please do follow me on twitter as well and remember to always uh, like and retweet
1: awesome source. And people, you can find me at uh, Twitter on uh, Dublathackery. That's D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y. And you can also find me on Twitch. And uh, I think with that, we have to say goodbye to you, um, your sexy, sexy people. And just know that as we sleep, we're thinking about you. And we hope that you're thinking about us as well
0: in vivid, vivid detail.
1: I I can be the big or little spoon.
0: If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that that could be a lot.